for listening to our conversation on current events across the globe on what's new today every day we take one important news event and discuss it like a nice story oh i find stories ever so interesting this is me thrivinit in grade 5 and my co-host and my fellow story narrator is sangeeta who is also my mom between thri and i we narrate a story that covers a current event across science or politics or sports or business today's story begins over 50 years ago that was 40 years before i was born it was even before i was born it was the summer of 1969 the date was july 20th it was nearly 10 pm on the eastern coast of the united states at that time many 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 americans were fast asleep nope sitting in front of the tv what even without netflix or amazon prime well they were all waiting up to watch something way more interesting than any web series on netflix or amazon prime and everyone was watching with bated breath the sight of neil armstrong landing on the moon in fact i did read somewhere that in the united kingdom where it was way past midnight the queen elizabeth and prince philip in fact woke up in the middle of the night just to sit up and watch this on tv people set alarms in the middle of the night to wake up and watch this grainy telecast on a black and white tv after that first adventure to the moon america sent a few more people to the moon really i never knew anyone beyond neil armstrong who went to the moon oh wait i know buzz aldrin the other guy who went on that trip with armstrong aldrin's the guy who described the moon as magnificent desolation you know what i could describe the pandemic similarly magnificent isolation <laughs> <laughs> Yeah speaking of isolation you know those days when people not just those days i'm guessing even today if someone came back from the moon uh, you would be quarantined for 21 days because nobody wants moon based viruses or any other germ to come and spread freely amongst the earthlings like you and me back to our story so the first trip was by neil armstrong and then a few more people went and made a few trips to the moon and then all trips to the moon where we sent people ended in the year 1972 just about 3 and a half years after it had started because by then no one really wanted to spend billions of dollars on sending people to the moon because there really were other problems right here on earth that people had to solve using all that money I think another top priority problem must have been making more fun video games for children to play. Yes, and you know other priorities like feeding and clothing people in the rest of the world. That's where people really wanted to spend those billions of dollars. Which brings us to our story of today. NASA has now announced a new mission sending people to the moon by 2024. It's called Mission Artemis. That's odd. We still have crises like global warming and people posting nonsense on Facebook and Twitter. 
Why go to the moon now? Before politicians spend all our precious tax money on anything, they need to give us some very good reasons for why they're spending it. So when it comes to sending people to the moon now, you know, the two common reasons that political leaders of any country tell their people. Number one reason, you know, it's sort of like a gold rush to the moon. So gold rush means a lot of people rush to go mine the earth for gold. This happened many, many years ago in places like Australia, in places like California, even in uh, remote parts of the United States like Alaska. But this is a rush not to mine for gold. The moon is supposed to have a lot of very valuable resources. That includes rare earth minerals like... Wait, let me read out the names of some of these. Beryllium, zirconium, uranium, thorium. Why do we need these? We use these rare earth minerals in our cell phones, our computers, our batteries for electric vehicles, solar panels, wind turbines. There's so many things around us in which all these rare earth minerals go. But when we have got to dig the earth, right, or to mine for these rare earth minerals, the whole process is very polluting. So the space agencies decided, hey there, why don't we just go right up to the moon, mine them and bring them back to earth. That way, we're not polluting the earth's surface. Can't we just reuse these minerals from old phones or computers instead of throwing them into our landfills? Do we need to really go all the way to the moon? I think many scientists would tend to agree with you on that because they don't believe that the whole idea of a lunar mission to just go and harvest these minerals from the moon's surface is really worth the price of going all the way up there. You know, when I was reading up about this, I came across a definition by the US Geological Survey which describes these minerals as relatively abundant on the Earth's crust. Abundant? Someone had a great sense of humor naming these as rare earth minerals. But there is one rare earth element called helium-3, which by the way the moon has a lot of and is truly, truly, really, really rare on Earth. This helium-3 can be used to generate Clean nuclear energy. I like this reason. Anything to counter global warming. Yeah, yeah, but you know, before we get too excited, the problem is our scientists have not figured out how to use helium-3 to generate nuclear power. But we already generate nuclear power on Earth, right? We break an atom, get a lot of energy, bingo! Can't we just adjust this method for helium-3? Helium-3 is a little bit different. You know, not like the usual way we make nuclear power. So right now we take a ba- an atom and we break it. But instead, in the case of helium-3, we don't break. We've got to combine or put together atoms to create energy. We still don't know how to do that. And we don't know when we might figure out how to do this, right? Then why not go to the moon after we have figured this process? Again, I think a lot of people would agree with you. Which brings us to the second reason that a lot of politicians and scientists give us as to why we should be sending people to the moon. We want to go to Mars. But before we go to Mars, we want 
people to first learn how to live on the moon. I can understand that. Before I learned 5 kilometers, I sort of do want to do some small practice runs out of 1 kilometer or 2 kilometers. So before we send people all the way to Mars, let them practice living on the moon. But apart from just learning how to live on, you know, another surface in the solar system, I think the team that will be going to the moon will also figure out how to get water out of the moon's crust. Because if we do find enough water, there's a very interesting use. We can use the water as a fuel to launch a rocket from the moon itself. Water has hydrogen and oxygen, those two elements, right? So if they just separate it, they can use the hydrogen alone to power any rocket out into space. So, if someone had to go to Mars, they can make a pit stop on the moon, fill some fuel and off they go. So cool! And NASA has promised that there will be at least one woman on this team and one person of colour on this team. That's interesting. This brings us to a question for all our listeners of today's podcast. If the world is sending people to the moon, which reason do you like best? Send in your responses via recorded audio to hello at wsnt.in. That's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh new story. Remember, it's a beautiful story that we'll narrate to you based on current events. If you would like to share your story snippet on any current event, please record it as an audio message and email it to us at hello at wsnt.in and link to this email is given in the show notes below. Thank you for listening.